welcome to Radio Trivia Podcast Edition. Uh, it's December of 2021. This is episode 176. And uh, Guillaume, uh, thank you for joining me today. Yeah, no problem. You didn't sound sure about the the, the, the episode number. Yeah, I had to look it up. Uh, well, I, these are these are quarterly, basically. So uh, you you can forgive me for not remembering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a while it's since not like I do this one. every week anymore. That's a good point. I um, yeah, it's well, it's been a while for me too. Did you check when the last time was that I was on? Not recently. I checked it like a month ago, and I was like, I should probably figure out who I'm going to record with, and then I totally let things sit. But I, I want to say it's been at least two years. Oh um, yeah, at least. Yeah. Um, so. Well, I'm excited. Yeah. No. So we, we got uh, three requests from Guillaume. So uh, uh, that's very helpful. Oh, good. It reduces the burden for me for the next episode whenever we record it, because I got some stuff stashed away for later. Um, usual episode format here uh, three games oh sorry three songs per game five games your job as the listener in case you forgot is to figure out the game based on the music yes I know it's a difficult concept but uh, we'll help you out with a hint question after the second song uh, and if you already know it it's, uh, it's something else to noodle through uh, while you listen to the third song so uh, we're going to start off with one of Guillaume's picks and with that, let's get going. Awesome. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's uh, you know, the the start was uh, you don't know where it's going, but then like really high energy track, and uh, I'm into it. I need it. I need it. I need to wake up here. <laughs> well, it's a good yeah, good choice. Well, you chose it. Yeah, I know, but it's a good one to start with. the uh the beginning kicks in with the uh the jazzy i don't know saxophone i guess oh, yeah that's it's amazing awesome. there's a lot of thoughts in that song and although i did listen to it before when when i you know i was picking out the songs or making sure i had the right songs um there was a lot i missed in there in, in part because uh i had a white noise machine in the background and it's amazing how much uh gets drowned out that you don't realize when you have white noise in the background um so yeah <laughs> all right so um i guess i have a question for you to help uh people figure out what this game is yes so in the series the hunter family has always had a family member in this in, in all these games um in the fourth installment who is the latest uh member of the hunter family to be a playable character 
Is it Trevor Belmont? It okay. Well, you're supposed to answer after the third oh, song. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Um, I'll keep thinking about it. All right. Just uh, tell us what game this is. All right, so uh, maybe this won't be a surprise to anyone who listens to Radio for Nintendo, but this is Streets <laughs> of Rage 4, uh, a game that I cannot stop playing, even though it came out like in 2019 now. It's uh, it came out on Switch in 2019 though. I yeah, I'm pretty sure it came out at the same time as the other. Uh, actually, I don't know, but yeah, like it, I think it was like my 2020 game of the year. Yeah, okay, so that makes sense. So yeah, it couldn't have been 2019, but. Anyway, all this to say, I've been playing it a lot. Um, Karen and I like have been playing it co-op like almost every night. Like still, like certainly every night this week. Uh, it's like one of those comfort food type of games for us, and uh, it's amazing. Like I, I'm not sure if I will ever need another felt scroller or beat 'em up or whatever it is that you call them these games, uh, because this one is uh, really well done. It's ha- it has a wide variety of moves. Uh, it looks gorgeous, the music is great, and uh, we just can't seem to quite get tired of it. Um, is there uh, something about the particular design that makes it good for replayabilities, or is it just sort of thing where you like going through the motions and improving your scores and that sort of thing? Yeah, well, mostly it's the score thing, although when you're playing co-op, you don't get, uh, you know, on leaderboards or anything like that, so it's more like we're beating our own high scores. Of course, yeah, so that's fun. That's good. Yeah, but like, so for a long time, we played the main game, and we just played, like, on various difficulty settings, right? Trying to S-rank the uh, all the levels, because, of course, you're scored on how much your, uh, how, how high your score is uh, for each level or for the, going through the whole game. Eventually, we, we hit a plateau where, like, we we couldn't get S rankings for all of like extra hard or whatever it was, the difficulty. So we stopped playing, but then they, they added DLC that's basically an infinite series of, uh, 
of rooms where um, you know it's it's uh, procedurally generated. The en what enemies are going to be in there, what the power ups are going to be, um, and so it's basically infinite streets of rage four, and that pulled us back in, and uh, now we're trapped forever. All right. Well, I mean, I'm glad you're having fun. It's not like you're getting your money's worth out of this game. Oh, certainly. Um, like I swear, I, I like have it, not. It, it, I haven't played it, but it really has great presentation. Just looking at. You're saying the artwork and the music's fantastic, so uh, it doesn't shock me that uh, you were happy to play this as comfort food. Yeah, I um, I can't um, so I can't remember which uh, team did what, but I, I think that the design behind it was done by this team who made uh, another game that's only on PC. And if you looked at it, you would see like, wow, I'm glad they they teamed up with this other team to do the graphics because. Like their previous game apparently was really acclaimed, really mechanically sound, but it was basically, uh, you know, digitized like photos, like actors. Um, it looks very goofy, but it also looks kind of fun. So I, I should play it one day. Uh, and then like the, the team doing the artwork is the, the same folks behind, um, you know, some of the more celebrated like hand-drawn games recently, such as uh, the Wonder Boy remake. Um, so... Oh, uh, 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 Dragon's Trap? Right, yeah. Yeah, that one looked beautiful. Yeah, so, like, really, uh, yeah, great people behind a pretty great game. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, if, if I'm gonna be stuck playing one game for the rest of my life, I guess I'm, I'm glad that it's this one. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I believe the music is by, uh, uh Olivier de Riviere? Yeah, you got it. That's why... That's part of why I chose this uh, game too, not just because I can't stop playing it, because, but also because I can uh, I can be there in your hour of need when you need to, to pronounce yes. a, a French name. Olivier de Rivière <laughs> is is right. Um, also, like there, there there have been, like there are tracks by other collaborators. Of course, Streets of Rage like one, two, and three were scored by Yuzo Koshiro. Uh, like the the whole game was kind of designed by like his sister and his mom like his his family company is behind this uh the, the series um so yes yeah, so he contributed a few tracks um and some other composers as well some some other japanese composers have lent a hand uh, cool yeah so good stuff and uh so the answer to the question is cherry so in the first game adam hunter is fighting alongside uh blaze blaze What's her name? Blaze something. I can't remember. Anyway, Blaze and uh, Axel. And uh, then in the next game, Streets of Rage 2, Axel and Blaze come back, but uh, Adam has been replaced by his kid brother, Skate. A, a kid on roller skates. And, uh, That's terrible. I know, yeah, I know. And then, like, uh, you know, a big wrestler named Max joins also, like, so there's four playable characters. In the third game, like, you, you could play as, like, also, like, the cyborg dude. Uh, Skate is back. Adam is not back. Uh, but for the first game, uh, for the fourth game, sorry, uh, you, you can play as, uh, as his daughter, Cherry. Um, Skate is not back. Eventually, you can unlock Adam. So, uh, you know, daughter and, and father. He's back! Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like, the, the there's a wide variety of characters that you can play as. It's pretty sweet. I say that Skate is not back, but that's not true, because you can, you can also play as the old versions of all these characters. 
Like you can play the the uh, the pixelated Axel from the first game, and you know abilities that he might have in Streets of Rage 2 or 3 are not part of the the first game character's repertoire. Uh, he's limited to just the punches and kicks that he has in the first game, but you can also play as like a Streets of Rage 2 model or a Streets of Rage 3 model. Um, so yeah, so you can play a skate, but just as the, this pixelated guy. Um, but, but it's 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 pretty fun. It adds even more variety to a pretty incredible roster of playable characters. So again, like if I sound like I'm shilling for this game, I I probably am at this point. They they they've got me brainwashed. <laughs> was the DLC free, Guillaume? No, it was not. It was like it, was it free for you? It was eight bucks. Like, like okay. that's so low. Like it's almost you almost lose money not buying it. <laughs> right, right. All right, let's go on to the next game. <laughs> <laughs> I knew this would happen. Like th this is a game I I know I've played it recently, and I was like, damn it! Like I can't can't put my finger on it, but I think I I got a pretty good idea right now. Good, that's how it's supposed to be, Guillaume. Yeah, I know, but it's uh nerve wracking. You'll figure it out, maybe or maybe not. Here's the next song. 
my god this this uh this track is a, a choice it's <laughs> it was a choice to use it for this game and it was a choice to 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 put in the game in the first place <laughs> yes ah uh, here is your hint question this game's new content is heavily themed after which animal we've exercised the demon Guillaume yeah no I, I definitely like I figured that by the end of the first song but uh, I had to check after that just to, to make sure <laughs> because the that second song kind of it can throw you for a loop but you have to yeah, yeah. Ha- be you know you, you gotta follow your convictions so it's um, what game is it Super Mario 3D World Bowser's Fury Yep, it's uh, 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. You got it. Good job. Yeah, so you've used, you know, 3D World before. So isn't this mm-hmm. kind of a cheat, maybe? I, I, Absolutely not. Oh, okay. All of those songs are from the Bowser's Fury part of this game. There is zero ambiguity here. Didn't do any funny tricks of two songs from 3D World and then one from Bowser's Fury. Oh, okay. Okay. This, this, is, this is all Furry Fury stuff. Excellent. Good. 
Well, maybe not that second song. That's not very furry. That was, that's, that's anger management there. Oh, my Ooh. God. Like, they... Yeah. I don't know. But it's... Uh, I don't know. I guess it kind of works. Although, I, I, I have played Bowser's Fury, and I I don't remember it. But I, I think that when it, it's playing, like, you don't have time to, to pay attention to... Uh, what the hell is going on musically yes exactly and, and i mean it, it it's hard to parse out what's going on musically there anyway but it, yeah exactly it's it's uh that's when bowser's out and uh unleashing the horrors of his weird powers right and uh man it, this this is such a weird game i mean the bowser's fury part of it um i mean the, the music by dice game matsuoka and uh I suspect uh, James Philipson is responsible for uh, the satanic F-Zero music. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So it sounded like to me, but um, it's uh, it's a flawed... Bowser's Fury is flawed, but a lot of fun. And um, the parts that are good are really, really good. But I really wish the Bowser's Fury part just didn't exist, period. Really? uh, I think it just gets in the way of the game entirely. Huh. Oh, you mean like Bowser's Fury, as in the 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 fact that he pops out and yes, okay, yeah, okay, that that mechanic. I thought you meant like the whole extra part of the, this game no, that they added. No, 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 yeah, no, okay. no, no. I I mean the the part where Bowser comes out to just f with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I get it. It gets tension and it it, it it kind of counterbalances things where you can kind of take your time oftentimes, but um, to me, it just gets in the way and it get, and it gets at first. I was like, okay, whatever. And as you get further through the game, the more um, cat shines, um, it he, he pops up more frequently to, until he gets to a point where like he's always there. And uh, in particular, some you know some of the shines are a lot harder to get than others. Mm-hmm. And so I found myself in a situation where I was going for what is, I think, one of the harder ones with Bowser constantly um, attacking me. And it just seemed super unbalanced, um, hmm. and I don't know how they could have fixed that. To me, it was just kind of a, a balancing flaw in terms of the general premise of it. And well, let, let's be frank: the, the Bowser's Fury is a little bit of a half-baked mode. Um, so, I mean, it, to me, it kind of put a stink on it a little bit for me. Hmm. And then, like, once you get past that, um, and you're just kind of going for completionist stuff, then it's a lot of fun again because. That crap isn't being constantly thrown at you anymore. Hmm. So it's just kind of weird. I mean, I just feel like it got in the way of itself. The the gimmick got in the way of what's really awesome uh, 3D Mario platforming and, and kind of a different style than we've seen. Some weird. I mean, it's like a weird fusion of full 3D and 3D Land slash 3D World, and it, it just it it feels. A lot like the fever dream of a 3D Mario game <laughs> from when I was whatever ten years old. Right. You know? So, um, so I, I'd love to see um, another game kind of in this style. I mean, this is already kind of a weird spinoff or pseudo sequel to Mario Sunshine. But if, if they could do it, or like these kind of islands and kind of make it more cohesive in a like a an actual sprawling world. I think that could be a lot of fun. It'd be really cool, mm. kind of almost like a, a Mario Metroidvania type thing, where all this stuff is actually connected and not just uh, um, islands and a lake. Right. Yeah, you gotta. Well, a lot of people think that 
yeah, this is kind of just prelude to the next Mario game, right? Like they they want they had an idea, they wanted to test it if it worked, and maybe like they're gonna build up on it. I I don't. I know. hope so. I mean, they, Nintendo certainly has done that before recently. I mean, they did it with 3D Land, and and it's kind of some situation with that one, right? Where maybe they weren't originally planning on doing that, but maybe due to other circumstances they had to get something out the door to support the 3ds mm-hmm. and this was kind of like a maybe a prototype that they said well you know what you know covid and we we got something that we can we can kind of work on and get something out the door so I, i'm hoping you're right guillaume because uh, i'd love more, to have more of this yeah sans the the, the fury part um we'll see i mean they sort of did that with zelda too right with the Link Between Worlds, um, oh. which they, at least they claim certain aspects of that. The non-linearity is, was sort of testing the waters for um, for Breath of the Wild. Right. That one felt a little bit looser. I, maybe there was some truth to that. I, this, but it didn't seem as direct a correlation, right? Yeah. Uh, as uh, 3D Land, the 3D World. Yeah. Which, by the way. Super Mario 3D World came out in 2013. That's nuts. Doesn't feel like it. No. No. I've, I've been playing through the the 3D World part of this recently, mm-hmm. and it holds up. I mean, it, it's like, I felt like, you know, I played it a couple years ago. I'll, I'll check it out. No, 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 no. I, I played it many years ago. But it, it's it's pretty timeless. It's really good. Yeah, no, I agree. It's one of, you know, one of my favorite games, and I it's... Uh... You know, one of those games that I played with, uh, well, Karen, my partner, but that was like at the beginning of our relationship. So it's, you know, it's been it's been a while. Um, the so so Bowser's Fury uh, is also something that I played co-op, uh, but unfortunately, where 3D World, like the the multiplayer component, is really strong and the whole game is designed for that. Uh, you can imagine that Bowser's Fury is not built for co-op, not any more than Odyssey was. Um, yeah. Odyssey could let you control the cat basically as player two. Uh, it was not satisfying, and we did not stick with that. Uh, we did stick with the, the the co-op for the whole of Bowser's Fury, like the whole three four hours. <laughs> but uh, it did break the game a little bit uh, because it did make some of those shines that I'm sure you know made you. Uh, you know, really frustrated you because they, 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 it seemed unbalanced. Um, when you play as the second player in this mode, you, you play as uh, Bowser Jr. And uh, he's got this little floaty thing. So it's uh, it's absolutely cheating, you know? There's not much platforming to be done when you can just fly around and control your, your height <laughs> to some degree. Okay. Yeah, so uh, sometimes it was just easier instead of trying to line up a jump perfectly, like okay, Karen, just go grab that. Like, or you know, sometimes like there would be a shine yeah. under a block or something, and we'd be like, "How do we get there?" Oh, very easily, <laughs> because we we can <laughs> cheat our way to it. So, so when, when you're playing as two player, is it like a split screen thing, no. or is, is Bowser Jr. just kind of visible on your your screen? Yeah, he, he's visible on the main screen until he isn't. Uh, the camera makes no effort. Following, keeping Bowser Jr. on screen, so. Uh, oh wow! So it's like Sonic Adventure. Yes, or, or or Sonic Two. You know when you play those tails in there, like 
when you try to play Sonic 2 two players, uh, the, the player controlling Tails would just uh, disappear from the screen if they went too fast or too slow. Right. Uh, same same story with Sonic Adventure, but uh, that that was a 3D space where it's a little bit easier to get off the screen. Right. <laughs> so so yeah. So the as I said, the mode is really not built for that. Bowser's Fury is not built for co-op play, but. You know, it's an option, so that's how we played it. Broken, but uh, it's okay. Yeah. Maybe you, that means you'll play it single player one day and, uh, and challenge yourself. Well, I, I rented it, you know, from the library, and it's back at the library. And uh, Nintendo games have a long wait list, so I don't think that I'm going to be <laughs> playing it again. But yeah, I'm looking yeah, forward yeah. to the next Mario game, of course. Yeah, uh, so I, I think I probably gave away the hint question already, mm. but. Uh, the, the the new content is very cat themed, and uh, besides that being just sort of a fact, um, I wanted to bring this up because uh, I, I think I had a, you know like one tweet or maybe like two tweets back when I was playing this. this is, I wrote like cats, 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 tons of cats, 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 cats everywhere, and uh, after that like one tweet or maybe two tweets, uh, I got tons and tons of ads through multiple. <laughs> venues uh, online for months about cat food and and, and cat toys. Mm. <laughs> it's like, guys, come on! <laughs> I don't have a cat. <laughs> yeah, well, algorithms are not very smart. But you, uh, I'm, I'm <laughs> surprised. Not. Like you, you don't just disable ads everywhere. Oh, I, I started doing that. I've, I've started blocking stuff on Twitter. You know, I block everything. Sure, but. Um, you know, just you know, download a podcast or whatever, and if there's you know, inserted ads that are uh, tailored, then um, guess what I'm gonna get? Yeah, yeah. For for podcasts, uh, that makes me glad that I live in uh, Quebec because the they they often don't know what to do with us. Uh, the, the whoever <laughs> puts ads in, in, in podcasts, so uh, most of the time, like the, the 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 podcast just fades out or whatever, and then fades in again. Like they and I, Hooray! yeah, I just skipped the ad. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, I, I know I criticized Bowser's Fury a little bit, but overall, I think it's a really good game, um, and certainly has very good music. Other than, um, well. Depending on your taste on the, the Bowser theme stuff, but uh, otherwise, uh, a lot of fun. And uh, again, the, the post game I found to be really cool, which is strange because often I don't really get into post game these days. But uh, in this particular game, I, I found it kind of just a lot of fun to because it wasn't too big of an effort. I mean, it was you know it's like a hundred cat shines right. and not you know in a lot of cases it, you know it's okay let me just play it and it's not overly taxing or purple coin hunting uh, like uh, oh, some Mario games yeah. so yeah okay we're gonna go into another Guillaume request here awesome
that. <laughs> Wait. You can never get tired of this sick guitar. Oh, I like the guitar. It just seemed like da 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 da. Okay, I've had enough. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we got the next song here. God, maybe I could have chosen a better song. It's uh, it's kind of catchy in its own way, but the uh, I think when I was selecting songs, I was mostly concerned with the runtime because some of those tracks can be quite long. And I was like, well, okay, this one is not as bad as the other ones, but yeah. Well, that's a weird song. It's that's another second song goes weird on us. Um, yep. Error. Error. <laughs> <laughs> is that what I I, I couldn't I even know. understand? That's, what I, I, that's, I, not, that's probably not what they're saying. I thought I heard moonlight or something, but who knows? Who knows? 
So I guess the question I'm going to go with is, uh, um, this game was first announced at the unveiling of the Nintendo Switch console uh, in January 2017. What was it presented as? What was the title? change of pace and everything. So weird. So, uh, yeah, this game, should I say what it is? Go for it, yeah. it's your selection. It's uh, Shin Megami Tensei 5, a game I'm currently playing and about, I'm about halfway through it if I can base that on the uh, number of like secret doodads I found, like the, there are 200 little guys, little demons to find in the game, and I found a hundred, uh, so I'm, I'd say that, that means I'm about halfway there. Um, 
Is the premise that you have to collect all of them to Oh, the no, game? no, it's just kind of a, a side thing, but I, I don't think I've missed many, so... Um, yeah, that and the other indicators tell me that uh, I'm about halfway through after like playing maybe 35 hours of the game. So, but I've been I've been playing. Oh, my, I, I just don't have. I don't. I can't commit to something like that. I know, I know. <laughs> but but I've played it an irresponsible amount uh, over the past couple of weeks or, or two three weeks. Uh, but I'm I'm really enjoying it. Uh, this is a, you know, I, I got into the series with uh, Shin Megami Tensei 4 on the 3DS. I really enjoyed that. It is, it's a great game. Um, before that, I had played Persona 4. Um, but yeah, like I'm, I, I think I'm getting out of it something that people are getting out of the, uh, the Pokemon games. Because the, this is an RPG where you basically assemble a team of demons to fight for you. Uh, your, your party is just like these demons that you collect. Um, but the um, instead of, uh, as in Pokemon, where you have to find them individually and then fight them and then capture them, here it's, um, you, 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 yeah, sure, you fight them. During a fight, you can try to talk to them and you try to find the right answers to, to trigger them to, to, to join your party. Um, and when they join you afterwards, uh, so you, you can use them for a bit and they level up, but eventually uh, they won't level up enough to be still worth keeping around anymore. So you just mm. uh, you get rid of them. You just fuse them into more powerful demons. Um, so it's not, you know, gotta catch them all. It's uh, gotta catch them and then just discard them or turn them into something better. All of them. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so, so I, I, I find myself not stressing as much over the whole like oh gotta find them all aspect and and just kind of just enjoying seeing like the, the different designs and everything um and, and enjoying you know like a kind of a different party composition for a bit and then moving on to something else you know um so yeah so i, I i've really been enjoying it and this game is uh you know easier to get into than the previous ones it's more open um, it's 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 got a lot going on for it. The uh, like th this whole series is rooted like the the origins of it is uh, kind of the dungeon crawler, right? They used to be first person kind of wizardry affairs, um, but in this one, it's more you can go wherever you want. You got you've got a jump button. You know you're meant to climb up everywhere, search every nook and cranny, um, and, and, and um, at the same time, you know, try to level up to, to be able to, you know, kick the, the next bosses, but, um, so it's a, it's a good combination, it's kind of, it's the type of RPG that's appealed to me in recent years, like stuff like Xenoblade and, and uh, Dragon Quest to a certain extent is like that, um, yeah, yeah. So, so I've been enjoying it. Uh, yeah, so you can tell maybe that I found this uh, question on the Wikipedia page, but... <laughs> you, uh, I, I'm guilty of doing that a lot. Yeah, I, I just, uh, I guess I mostly wanted to point out, you know, bring attention to the fact that this game was revealed at the Switch's reveal. It's incredible, you know, it had just started development, so, you know, it took a good four years to, to get to us, but finally it's out, and... Uh, 
but yeah, we've known about it for as long as we've known about the Switch. It's uh, it's pretty nuts. That's crazy. I know. So what was originally called? Uh, oh, it's very boring. It's uh, Shin Megami Tensei... Uh, where's the page? Brand new title. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that's very creative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, at least... I mean, it, they don't even say, like, the next Shin Megami Tensei, which, I, you know, we've seen before. Right. Those sorts of reveals. It's like, they, they sort of pretend like they have a title, but they don't. Yeah, yeah, and, and you so know, weird. Japanese companies <laughs> seem to, to be very much into that, especially, like, Square Enix, except that Square Enix, um, for certain, some of their projects, they'll just flat out, like, if this had been a Square Enix title, the, the main... The <laughs> I think that this, this game would have been called... Uh, Shin Megami Tensei brand new at launch, you know? They would have just get, gotten rid of the title part. Because stuff like uh, Project Triangle Strategy, they got, you know, it became Triangle Strategy. And um, what was the other one? Octopath Traveler, Project Octopath Traveler. Guess what? Its name is Octopath Traveler. Well, once people start referring to it as that, it's like you gotta stick with it, right? Oh my god, well... It's got, it's got word of mouth. Yeah, but if like at a certain point, like they they just know what they're gonna call the game, so just like why not just use that? Yeah, yeah. reveal the the title with your game. Anyway, it's a, it's a stupid pet peeve, but uh, there it is. All right. Well, according to Wikipedia, the composers of Shin Megami Tensei Five are Ryota Kozuka and Toshiki Konishi, which you may or may not be able to confirm. Hmm. I, I, That's what I'm going with. Yeah, sure. That sounds right. I, oh, I, one thing I want to say is that um, I'm playing this game with uh, this volume pretty low, uh, and uh, you know, in my soundbar, and uh, it does not do the soundtrack any favors. Unfortunately, uh, the without the bass and without the the kind of the and yeah, by by listening to it low, uh, all you hear is kind of noise like it doesn't sound melodious at all and uh, it's only once I tried it with headphones that I was like oh wait there's way more going on here than I initially thought and I actually like this quite a lot but when I'm playing it it's um, it's hard to appreciate I found that that's true for a lot of Switch games um, mm. I don't know if that's something to, but then again I'm th- I would be comparing it with like the built-in speakers Versus oh well, yeah. Using headphones. Yeah, well so, that that would yeah. yeah that would make a difference. But like even like this game, I don't know. Like it sounds more compressed than it is when I'm listening it through my my soundbar. But maybe that has to do with like kind of the dirty guitar and and stuff like that. I I don't, I don't know. know. The uh, Weird. also one of the issues is that like the demons like often like the the, the ones that have a female form have like these high high pitched screams when uh, you capture them or when they attack you and everything so that can get on people's nerves uh you you can turn down the 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 volume of the noises and and voices separately from the soundtrack but when you do that you you kind of do need uh audio awareness of what's going on around you because the the enemies can attack you from you know front and behind like you enemies can attack you from off camera and I, you know, I, I feel like I had an experience kind of like that with I don't know if it was Xenoblade or mm. or if it was Xenoblade X, but um, where like I was getting really annoyed with some of the 
audio cues, but then once you turn off some of that stuff, you, you don't have as much situational awareness. Like no. you said, it's just like you're you're missing a piece of information about someone who's going to die if you don't do something, or you know something along those lines. Right. Uh, so I guess that's a common issue with uh, these RPGs, especially ones that are like real time. RPGs. I, I think I kind of had a similar situation way back when with Tales of Symphonia 2, right? Mm. Where uh, you you have to be aware of what someone's doing because you may want to tell them, no, 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 don't do that anymore. Do something else. Um, so maybe it just sort of comes with this genre. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I guess the, like my recommendation is play with headphones for this game. That's it, much more enjoyable. All right. Well, we're going to go on to the next game. again this is something i know i've played and i'm gonna need another song and maybe a question to jog my memory but right now i'm just like going back the rfn archives uh, to see what the hell i've played this past year i yeah i need help all right well uh here's the second song maybe it'll help you Thank you. 
Well, that helped a lot. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, it's hard to figure out what what's too much of a giveaway, but uh, I, I like that one, so I, I decided to put it in there. This is your hint question. Which of this game's characters has an unhealthy passion for fish and chips? that track so much like when the the i i don't know what the instrument is but like uh i don't know kind of that bassy wood instrument comes in uh mm -hmm. yeah you know the part i'm talking about i think so <laughs> yeah the the game has a, a lot of kind of old-timey um 
sort of instrument. I don't know what you'd call it. Like it, it's it's all one big set piece, right? So, right. Um, the, the instrumentation kind of goes along with that. Um, what game is this, Guillermo? I think you figured it out. Uh, is it called the Great Ace Detective Collection or? I, I should have looked up the no, title. No, but yeah, I know what you're referring to. You, you basically got the game right, yeah. It's The Great Ace Attorney Chronicles. Ah. It's a hard one to remember. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so this is uh, the the twofer release uh, on Switch of games that were originally on the 3DS? Yes. Was it? Yeah, so the, these are games that yeah were developed for the 3DS and did not leave Japan because of possible copyrights troubles um, because the Sherlock Holmes estate so Sherlock Holmes is a character that appears in this game uh, at least in Japan uh, but the Sherlock Holmes estate is notoriously um, you know lawsuit happy about like preserving Sherlock Holmes estate yeah the, the co- Arthur, Arthur Conan Doyle, Doyle. Right? yeah but like what else like <laughs> I don't think I don't know if they go after people who uh I want to... I don't know. What's the other thing that he wrote? Like the... I don't know. Like something like the... <laughs> it's the Sherlock's Home Company. Yeah, the the, the <laughs> Land of Dinosaurs or whatever. I can't remember what the title of that is. But anyway, um, mostly people know him for Sherlock Holmes. But yeah, so so they're notoriously lawsuit happy. So um, that was one of the hurdles to get over uh, to, to, to bring this to the West, but also like there's tons of dialogue. So I'm sure that localization must've been quite costly. And uh, also the 3DS I think was, you know, on the wane at that point. So they, they uh, judiciously waited for, for the Switch. I don't know if it sold extremely well, but it probably sold better than it would have on the 3DS. Um, yeah, it, it is a. It must have been a monster to localize. Um, it, it, there is a lot of text, and the way I put this is, um, let's see, how did I say? It? I, this game, this specific release, is the Sonic Three and Knuckles of the Ace Attorney series. <laughs> what? And um, well, in many ways. So, um, the, the the game was originally split up into two games because of development reasons. They just had to get something out the door. Mm-hmm. Like basically Capcom Corporate said, guys, you can't, you got to release something. You've been spending money working on this. You got to release it. So, so they released the, the first part of this, whatever they call it in English, uh, Adventures. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and then I guess it's all well enough that they were able to finish the second half of the game, which is referred to as Resolve. But it's one game. I mean, the the whole plot line, the the music, it it's one game, and, and so in, in that sense, uh, it, it's really very similar to the, the development arc for Sonic Three and Knuckles, where they just they had to cut it off, get something out the door, and then they <laughs> released the second half, mm. uh, and, and now uh, this game's released as a as a compilation of frankly what probably was the original vision right one game uh, maybe but I, I gotta think that if it had been one game it would have been a little bit shorter than this uh, because like because it, this split into two games like the, the beginning of the second game has to have another introductory yeah. you know mission yeah. not mission but case um, and, and stuff like that so I, I gotta think that it, it would have had a, a smoother progression in terms of difficulty and uh, case length than, than this does 
It's a it's a lot of Fair. Ace Attorney. Oh my god, I'm I'm still but not done with it. You could say it. the same thing about Sonic and Knuckles, right? I, I suppose so. I, I don't think I've ever played the whole thing. I played Sonic three, but then I I don't know. I played a little bit of Sonic and Knuckles, Sonic and Knuckles, but not the whole thing. Anyway, I, I'm being a little cutesy there, but I do think there is some parallels there. Mm. Um, but and yeah, so so this is a huge game. Um, and, and so I, I felt a little bit dumb when I even we were talking about Shin Megami Tensei 4. I was like, well, I, I can't commit to that. Look, well, for I sure as hell committed to this game. And, you know, I, I think I inhaled this quicker than James Jones did. At oh, this really? Point, wow. If that's even possible. Um, so, yeah, lots of late nights with uh, um, an arm pain due to uh, holding <laughs> the switch in a bad position for too long. Good door. Handheld mode. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Yeah, I, I like Mesa Ace Attorney. What can I say? Uh, go read my first Ace Attorney review uh, for the DS game. Yeah, they're 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 good games. I I I've, you know I've played most of them. I, I uh, but yeah, like I eventually Ace Attorney fatigue uh, you know settled uh, on me uh, or whatever however you say that. And uh, yeah, I'm having I'm struggling a little, uh, I'm struggling a little bit to pick it back up. I. It's unfortunate because at this point I'm, I'm missing, like I'm, I'm forgetting uh, details that I'm sure would be helpful uh, yeah. as I'm playing. But. I, I can't imagine picking up an Ace Attorney game partway through, especially like in, in, between, like in the middle of a particular case. Yeah. Because that, that's got to be hard to get your jog your memory we'll um, see I, I want to finish it before the end of the year I guess I, my god there's almost no time left okay well yeah. I'll get on it yeah the, the second game is, is so closely tied to the first one that I just kept on going yeah um, but uh, yeah the, the game overall is good I, I I think from a like cohesiveness of the full game it's really impressive uh, how kind of the the loose threads kind of tied together throughout the arc of the entire game, mm. uh, or two game series, I guess. Um, uh, I, but I, I'd say probably put this in the middle in terms of like personal favorites in terms of Ace Attorney. Just uh, the music I like and it grew on me over time. But it, the, it, as part of being a set piece, there's a little bit less of like the J-pop earworminess to it compared to some of the others, and and so that. Um, I don't know. I feel like something gets lost there for me. Um, and, and there's just some of the supporting characters I don't really like that much uh, in this series. They don't really detriment too much, but like I, I just don't really like that Soseki character. Um, I know he's based on a real person that existed. I, I don't know how right. liberal they were with uh, the personality they gave him, but um, I, I, don't, I don't know. I just I don't like him that much. I don't hate him, but doesn't add anything to me right. for me to to the to the storytelling and then there are a couple of characters kind of that way or or that have a particular theme that i just dislike the, the steampunk uh little girl yeah um, it, it, I, I like her herself as like the the writing but i um as a as a character design and and her music that goes along with a lot of her dialogue i hate so so just little things there that i personally uh uh, I have to subtract some points for, but overall I like the game a lot. Yeah, at some point I was going to talk about this game on Radio for Nintendo, but we kept pushing it back because I wasn't done with it. And at this point, I, th I don't think we actually talked about it. 
Um, oh, no. You know, like uh, James talked about it a little bit, but the, the plan was like, well, we'd lose some sort of spoiler cast. But at this point, James has forgotten most of it, and I'm and so have I, and I'm not done with it. And I, I don't yeah. know where Greg... And I don't want to give big spoilers on this podcast for this game. Yeah, so. I think that one of the lines I had prepared for, you know, like one of my jokes was like, I was going to compare that steampunk girl with like the, the pink haired character of like Sailor Moon. But I see now I, I haven't researched it. I don't know what the, uh, what her name is, but... Con! Uh, oh, no. No, not at all. Sailor Moon, pink hair. What's her name? She's really annoying, but yeah, like it, it's so weird because like th- this character is so out of place in uh, cheapy USA. Uh, no, eh, who well, knows? it's kind of intentional that that character is kind of out of place and sure. I, I, I don't want to spoil things, but like okay. there, there's kind of intentional anachronism there. But I, I feel like she sort of redeems herself more over the course of the second game. Um, okay. So I didn't hate her at the end, but I certainly hate. Her, her visual, you know, the steampunk design of her character and uh, uh, associated music. So, um. yeah, <laughs> there, there's a like you can't play the first game of the collection and be satisfied with it. I don't think because I, you know, I, when I finished it, it was clear that yeah, like the, the story wasn't complete because there were so such glaring plot holes uh, in a way that this is not usual for the series. Um, Right, they they foreshadow or briefly reference something that it's obvious they're going to come back to, and they don't. Yeah, do it in the first game, so yeah. it's like well, what? And, and like some of the what happened it, with that? Some of the individual cases conclusions just don't like. If you think too much about them, they don't make sense. Like, how could it end this? Well, like, what was that thing about that we never really touched on? And yeah, like it stuff is revealed in the second game that sheds a light on, on that stuff and you realize okay so so they knew they did not you know poorly put together these cases um, they, the, the answers were coming they were just coming in the yep. in a sequel so so okay. uh, of course the answer to your question is uh, my favorite character in the game Gregson yeah, Tobias Gregson, who... <laughs> ah, I, I love his design so much. <laughs> he, he looks like a pigeon. I guess that's what he was there going for, maybe. <laughs> He's, like, pecking at his fish and chips. Yeah, I suppose it's, so. It's so fun. It's such a funny animation. <laughs> I know. I love it. I, I never get tired of it. And, like, Gregson is the character from the, the Sherlock Holmes books, of course. I don't know if, how much of him we see in the books, though. Uh, but I, 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 as someone who watched uh, Elementary... Uh, like he was a main character in that he played like the the police captain basically uh, that that uh, you know Sherlock Holmes works with uh, and he's like in almost every episode because it's been a uh, kind of a a thing that these shows based on Sherlock Holmes like th- that's something that they keep doing like they keep putting placing more importance on characters that really just show up once in the books right. Uh, so uh, I, I hadn't realized that uh, I probably watched that series or, or part of it and never even made that connection. That it's the, they even use the same name. They don't change for some reason. Tobias Gregson. Uh, no. Um, so whatever copyright concerns they had or trademark concerns uh, the the state of Sir Arthur Doyle had, I, I guess it doesn't extend to the name Tobias Gregson. Oh, or probably they just settled with the estate. Like they, I think that's usually the with. It's commonly done. It's just that Capcom for this series probably didn't have the budget to to you know 
cede to uh, to the the estate's demands. So instead, they just went and renamed Sherlock Holmes Herlock Holmes, and uh, you know, problem solved. Well, they changed Wilson to Watson too. Also, or or vice versa, Watson to or Wilson. Watson to Wilson. Yeah. yeah sorry. Thank but, you. <laughs> but the uh, yeah, I'm sure that Elementary or the the Sherlock Holmes, the, like the Sherlock series from the BBC. Yeah, they, they probably just paid the estate and were like, okay, leave us oh, alone. I'm sure they did. Yeah. yeah. But that's something like they keep doing. You know, Moriarty is just really in one story. and um, But he's always made out to be like this huge villain who controls everything, which is kind of the story in the... I blame Star Trek. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know what that means, but I just said, yeah, so uh, you don't need to explain. Very good. We <laughs> gotta get going here. Uh, last game. All right.
again, I think this was uh, the 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 musical choices were made with a concern for how long the the tracks were. But uh, it's interesting. Bizarre and bizarre surely have the same root. Someone help me. I listened to the beginning when I picked the song and then I, yeah, it just went places that I did not expect. There's a lot going on. Oh, I love it. I think it's a great pick. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good. So I, I struggled a little bit to find a question for this, but uh, here we go. One of the co-producers of this game is famous for synchronizing sound effects and music to gameplay um, and has a virtual band. What is the name of his virtual band? Thank you. 
pretty. So, uh, yeah, so this game is uh, Tetris Effect Connected. And uh, I, um, I, I haven't personally been playing it a whole lot, but uh, it's quite nice. It's a, quite a good version of Tetris. Now, I hear, Mike, that you're a uh, Tetris Effect, Tetris monster, basically. By monster, you mean I'm monstrously bad at playing Tetris? Yes. Uh, okay. All right. Yes, I... I I have not the capacity, I'm afraid. Yeah, I I don't know. Like I, I I'm I'm moderately okay at it. I don't think I've ever won a, a game of Tetris Effect Nine. Uh, no, what am I saying? Of Tetris Nine Nine, uh, never made first place. But I probably maybe it would have happened if I had not given up on it. Basically, I, I'm not sure. Sometimes I I think I made it in top ten, but it was quite rare. Uh, I, I think. I don't know. Like, it's one of those games I, I think you, you, you maybe have to look up tricks to get good at, you know? It's not just going to mm -hmm. happen by itself. Like, you, you need to, to stand on the, the, the shoulder of giants. So, the, the, you know, you got to use the knowledge of people who came before you. Um, yeah, I just I, it has no appeal to me, I think, is the, oh, ultimately really? what it boils down to. Just, I mean, I, I, I get the Tetris fun, but looking things up and learning the tricks and executing me and looking for those opportunities to place the block just right there I, I don't for me that just it's never these kind of puzzle games it just has never resonated with me i, I don't know why it just i uh, i think i just, I just I, it's like i don't know like i'll play casually okay that's nice but i know i'll never get good at this <laughs> yeah i i don't know i enjoy it and i think this is probably the best version of tetris that you can get your hands on right now um, it, it's really quite good, and the, the music can be beautiful and, and really, uh, yeah, really good. And as I mentioned, like with a question indirectly, the uh, this game does also do the thing where the the sound effects and the music is synchronized with the gameplay. So every time that you move a piece, uh, you know, you, you produce a a sound that's uh, that's kind of um, that kind of adds itself to to the music. You know, it doesn't clash with it. It's complimentary mm -hmm. basically um, and um, yeah it's it's quite nice I, I really like it I, I haven't really liked a um, like Q Entertainment's games before and so I'm not sure if this is a Q Entertainment game but one of the co-producers is uh, Tetsuya Mizuguchi who who was one of the, the, the like the founders of that studio um, who were behind games like um, Medios and um What's the other one? Luminous. Luminous, right. So I was never really that much of a fan of Meteos or Luminous, uh, but Tetris is the, you know, uh, puzzle game, basically. Yeah. Like, it's, it's... It's the granddaddy. Yeah, and um, so, I, I don't know, I think it's, again, like, it's quite a good version of it, and I think that this, working from that template, really, that's this guy's design sensibilities shine you know I, I i think i appreciate what he's doing more when i'm playing a, a game that's familiar like tetris over something like luminous where i don't think i ever fully grasped it really and it's it's not as easy to to grok that than that than tetris is um i think that i hear karen playing it right now in the other room so uh yeah, it's one of those games that has a, again, like it's a it's a good chill game to to relax while being stressed out, if that makes sense. 
it's, it can get very intense, but it's also like it, you can kind of get in a zone and, and forget about everything, you know? Okay. Uh, so yeah, the, the answer to my question, uh, so Tetsuya Mizuguchi has a virtual band that he's, I don't know, like founded like 20 years ago or so called the Genki Rockets. I do not think that they have a song on this game soundtrack, but um, you know they, they they had a few in his past games, and for some reason one of his uh, songs also showed up in uh, No More Heroes. As I'm, sure, you know, why not? Yeah, I'm, again, I'm, I'm reading Wikipedia. I have Wikipedia access. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't know if I'm a huge fan of uh, his virtual band, but. Um, uh, uh, the, the the what is in the music that is in Tetris Effect, some of which he has, you know, composed or co-composed, yeah, quite nice, and uh, um, th- that's probably uh, I don't know where to go with this. Basically, like I don't love this guy's games, but I, I quite like this one. Cool. Yeah. Well, that was the last game uh, for this episode, and it is getting a little bit late. Sure. So uh, we'll wrap this up, Guillaume. Uh, would you like to plug uh, further your uh, Radio Free Nintendo uh, podcast? Yeah, sure. So uh, every week I'm on the Radio Free Nintendo, a, a uh, on the same site that uh, you know Radio Trivia is affiliated with, uh, Nintendo Nintendo World Report. Um, so. Uh, we, we talk every week about Nintendo, about their financials, about stupid stuff, about the new games, um, about old games. So everything Nintendo for, like, we always go over two hours. So if you need to fill time with Nintendo talk, look no further, my friend. <laughs> it's a good sleep aid. Yeah, but also, I don't know, you can listen to it in the car. Uh, We've had someone who recently finished a re-listen of the entirety of the 749, at this point, episodes. Uh, Started in, I think, 2017 or 2019? And, uh, like, he he started re-listening to the whole thing uh, for a road trip and just uh, recently was done. So that's, like, I can't imagine, like, yeah, it's wow. days. It's days of audio. It's insane. Yeah, that is, um, that's amazing, <laughs> and not necessarily a good way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like it, it hurts a little bit to to think about it too much. But uh, I mean, yeah, like there's no reason for anyone to start at the beginning. You can just pick up with the latest episodes and and get a feel for our personalities and. Uh, also, you know, um, just get to enjoy our commentary on Nintendo news and Nintendo games and other stuff. And other stuff encapsulates so many so many things that I can't get into right now because it wouldn't make sense. But uh, Well, you, you, could, you talk, to be fair, you talk about more than just Nintendo games. Often you wind up talking uh, other consoles. Yeah, well, yeah, you know, it's a well-rounded podcast. Uh, yeah. We provide context. We provide uh, all the info you didn't know you needed. There you go. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, well, uh, if you have a request for this show, I know I didn't use any requests. At least I'm not aware of any having used any requests uh, for this episode. You can send your requests. I, I have a form I link to on every episode, uh, so you can uh, fill that out, or you can just email me. 
uh, at TYP at NintendoWorldReport.com, although I, I would appreciate if you put like Radio Trivia somewhere in the title so that uh, I can um, find it easily. And uh, yeah, just have you got a request, uh, but check the forums first, right? I got a gigantic list of used games, so you can always check that to see if I've used that game previously. Uh, but there's a tons and tons of Switch games out that I have not used because, well, there are tons and tons of Switch games, five of which we use today. Thank you, everyone, and uh, see you in the new year. Streets of Rage 4 is copyright 2020 Sega, Dotemu, Lizard Cube, Guard Crush Games. Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury is copyright 2013-2021 Nintendo. Shin Megami Tensei 5 is copyright 2021 Atlas Sega. The Great Ace Attorney Chronicles is copyright 2015-2021 Capcom. Tetris Effect Connected is copyright 1985-2021 Tetris Holdings, Enhanced Experience, Resonair, Monstars Inc., and Stage Games. I have a oh, oh, horrible Christmas and a crappy new year. Yeah.